Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Afronomical. And this episode isn't going to really have a theme so much as it's just going to be a mix of several different things. Yeah. (laughs) But um, today is Friday, specifically the capitalist consumerist holiday that we all know to be Black Friday. And no, I'm not going to go out and buy anything. Um, I honestly can't remember if I've ever like shopped on Black Friday. I feel like if I have, it was just like, no, like I really actually I don't think I have like (laughs) I really don't think I've ever gone anywhere on Black Friday specifically and shopped. But I feel like if I did, it was most likely like my mother took us to an outlet or something. But I really doubt that we ever did that on Black Friday specifically. Like, I feel like we usually wait to the weekend or whatever. But, um, nah, yeah, I'm just not going to buy anything. But this episode was supposed to be about um, me coming out of this depression that I've been in for like the last week or two or so whatever and um whoo it's been a bad one honestly i've been grappling with so many different things but to start off i i think i want to touch back again on something i was talking about in my last episode which was my mother and i did that whole thing about how black moms Um, Some of them tend to be very uh, hypercritical of their daughters. They tend to do like that narcissistic um, thing where they kind of compete with their daughters. They, um, you know, pretty much just act like their daughters will never be good enough. And again, this isn't like specific just to black mothers, but I'm black and my mother is black and everybody in my family is black. So that's why. Um... But yeah, like, I, I don't know, like, I feel like I spent so much of my time trying to understand my parents. Like, there was just this long period of time where I was just, like, basically like, oh, fuck them, I don't need their approval, yada, yada, yada. And I mean, I I still kind of am on that wave, because to be honest, like, in my opinion, they both did, like, an awful job. Like, when people... When people online be like, oh, forgive your parents because they did, you know, they tried, they did their best. I really want to laugh because like only now upon getting into like my early 20s, do I look at other people's families and hear other people talk about their families. And I'm just like, yo, my parents literally did the bare fucking minimum. If that, and even then it wasn't even really the bare fucking minimum. Like honestly okay they did do the bare minimum they did provide for us materially yeah yeah congratulations but aside from that no yeah like the more i think about it i'm just like bro me and my brother were really raising ourselves like it's a miracle that we're not more fucked up than we already are and that's i mean we're both kind of very fucked up so yeah but like just when i hear just when i see or hear other people talk about like you know growing up in their families and do i just think i'm just like 
you don't I keep trying to emphasize this to people you don't need a lot of money to be a good parent and I wish this idea that only rich people or people that have a lot of money to spare to waste can afford to be good parents I wish it would die I wish I could kill it physically with a knife or a sword or a machete or some type of weapon because I I really it just gets me mad I just feel like people use that as a scapegoat they use that as a way to just act as if there are no such thing as poor people who are good parents and there are tons of poor people who are good parents um not because they're poor but because they just go out of their way to respect their children like i'll read stuff on twitter about people who are like oh yeah like my mom taught me about respecting boundaries and saying no and things like i didn't have to do anything if i didn't want to do it like at a young age and these will be like other black people who are obviously not rich like they did not grow up you know in the one percent and they're just like everyday you know black people just talking about this like i've seen people say stuff like oh yeah growing up you know my my mother or my father or whoever never yelled at me some you know a lot of people were raised by their grandparents and if their parents were abusive they'll be like you know my grandparent used to step in and advocate for me and be like leave them alone or you know they'd be like my grand my grandma my grandpa was always nice to me like they never screamed at me and they never hit me so it's just like in my opinion when people are talking about like abusive parents and somebody's always just like oh well at least they did the best they could no they didn't like there's so many people who don't have like half as many resources as my parents did and they were so much better parents again not because they were poor but just because that they respected their children like you don't need a lot of money to respect children you don't need a lot of money to know that you shouldn't scream at children to you shouldn't beat children because you should know as an adult you don't like to be screamed at you don't want to be beat so why would you do that to another human being regardless of their age like if it's something about teaching them the proper ways of how to live as an adult or teenager or child or whatever you don't need to enforce that with screaming and hitting and the more that you do that the more likely it is that you're going to screw up your child for life in so many different ways that will only become like you know more and more apparent as they get older and i bet you you're gonna wish that you had been more patient with your child you're gonna sit there and wish and lament about the fact that you could have been a more positive role model you could have been a calmer person you could have been a more patient person and nobody ever said it was going to be easy you know parenting is not easy parenting is like the hardest thing you'll ever have to do in the entire world so that's why i continue to say it should not be taken lightly if you know for a fact that you would not make a good parent then don't have kids like if you think that you don't have the patience to raise children if you know if you don't have the time you don't want to give up your lifestyle you don't want to alter anything about yourself to have kids then don't have kids like children will change your entire life they will require space they will require resources and you know as time goes on all of these things are getting more and more expensive because late stage capitalism is fucking us and um again it's just like 
if you don't if you're not ready for that don't have the kids now I still believe and I know for a fact that saying oh poor people shouldn't have kids is definitely 100% eugenics because the majority of people on earth are poor and it's not by choice it's literally because systematic poverty is how things like capitalism and imperialism um you know operate they need a poor underclass in all, virtually every country virtually every society obviously not the ones that don't operate under capitalism but we need this poor underclass uh to exploit to work to death to pretty much just you know lord over them and then blame them for their own poverty because every time they get a little bit close to alleviating themselves from poverty there's some type of trap be it debt uh medical debt student loan debt um you know the debt from owning a house if you don't pay off your mortgage and you can't pay it off or whatever um if you're behind on rent credit card bills just it's just like your car note um you know it's just like a whole bunch of different ways to just get caught up in debt and what not what not so and all of these things again are virtually unavoidable like you growing up as a human being you definitely need somewhere to live um and unless you live with family or somebody you're in a relationship with or something like that for free you got to pay to live somewhere in a capitalist society which sucks ass because again we know that the rent is way too high <laughs> and the average person cannot afford rent with a minimum wage job and that hasn't been possible for so long now <sighs> but anyway yeah because there's so many traps in capitalism it is ridiculous to say that poor people shouldn't have kids because there will always be a poor people and often that poor group of people is already an oppressed group may they whether they be black indigenous disabled women lgbtq people um immigrants so on and so forth and all the intersections of these groups but yeah um that was just something i've been thinking about and i also want to touch on the fact in my last episode I pretty much like started talking about how my mother um how I always feel like I'm never living up to her expectations and I always feel a little bit guilty for never living up to her expectations even though it's impossible to live up to these expectations especially because she does not even meet her own expectations all the time because it is impossible to do that um And it's not only until I read this article the other day about gender stereotypes that I fully got it um this feeling that I have and the the blog that I read it on it's also a Twitter um account it's called Black Girl Lost Keys and pretty much this blog and this Twitter are dedicated to a black woman who got diagnosed with ADHD later on in life, I believe in like her 20s or so or her 30s. So she didn't know she had ADHD until much much later when she just got burnt out, super depressed and all these other things. And she basically got like professionally diagnosed 
And she was just like, oh, okay, so I have ADHD. That's interesting. But anyway, she made this blog to pretty much help other people, other Black people, not just with ADHD, but just who are neurodiverse. And um, I am like 99% sure at this point that I'm autistic. And it seems as though people who have autism and people who have ADHD, the symptoms of both of these uh, things, they just intersect a lot and they just happen to be very, very similar. So I could relate to like a lot of the things that she's saying. And I go on her blog and I read this one blog post that she did. And pretty much she started talking about how um, due to like gender stereotypes and the high expectation that we have for women and not just women, specifically black women, how black women who are neurodiverse or who have mental illnesses they just feel like doubly ashamed for not being able to do things or not being able to keep up with the traditional uh, feminine stereotype of being able to do the laundry, clean the house, wash the dishes, cook the food, in addition to, you know, if you're married, raising the kids, or if you're not married, uh, having a full-time job and having, you know, an education and career and all these other things, and it was so true like everything that she started saying in the post was so true because that's how I've always felt um growing up like growing up my parents always used to say this thing and it really irritated me just because naturally by nature I'm just messy right like when I have my room when I'm in my bedroom I know where everything is or I know where it should be but it's just my room is very very small so I just gotta like you know I just gotta have my stuff where I have it and I know where it is but it doesn't look like you know neat 100% of the time and the funniest thing though is anytime people come over to my house and they specifically come to my room I'm always apologizing I'm like oh I'm sorry for the mess and they're always just like what mess what are you talking about and I'm just like oh it's so messy and they're like no it's not like (laughs) so I don't really know if I'm actually messy or if my parents just have super high black parent standards but honestly I think I am messy but like I just prefer to always like have my own space like I've had my own bedroom in my house um when I went away to college that was the first time in my life that I ever shared a bedroom with another person and it was fine like me and my roommate got along fine um I shared a bedroom with another person my junior year and that wasn't as great only because that person was very messy and we just didn't talk so it wasn't as fun and I was also away from my friends so yeah but sophomore year when I had my own room in uh I still lived I still had roommates but we each had our own room that year in sort of like this apartment style dorm I was chilling like I love having my own room I love having my own space having my own closet having my own little window and you know just having my own stuff um although I don't mind sharing a room I didn't mind sharing a room in college again my first year because I loved my roommate and we ended up being really good friends 
but in general I don't think roommates are for me um and I had a bad again I've had bad roommate experiences also at college so it's just like on top of the fact that I'm pretty sure that I'm autistic and I'm a little bit messy I know for a fact when I move out I need to be by myself I need to just have my own room I don't need any roommates uh well I mean I mean ideally I would because rent is expensive as fuck but also I don't like I don't want to live with a random person and I don't want to live with a friend either because I know living with a friend is how you end up hating them and the only reason I know that is because when my brother went away to college his freshman year um he, he he lived with like a couple people that he knew and he was best friends with in high school and by the end of the year when we came to pick him up he was like I hate all of them and my mom was like what do you mean you hate all of them and he was just like they're so messy they're gross they're just very inconsiderate and it was like three of them crammed into one you know one bedroom so yeah I can understand that uh triples are definitely just I I can't believe to this day like triples and quads exist like a triple being three people in one room a quad being four people in one room and my freshman year because uh my college admitted way more students than they have space for which most colleges do but my college really likes to push it they admitted so many people to the point where in my dorm it was very common for a lot of people to have triples and quads thankfully i was in a double because i would have been mad as fuck if i had two other people living in my damn bedroom like that is just too much there's barely any space and i had friends who lived in triples and yeah there was barely any like they each had a bedroom i mean a bedroom they (laughs) they didn't each have a bedroom they each had a bed in addition to all of their individual clothes and different items and suitcases and other like I really don't know how they did that and I honestly I feel like they don't know either because that seems like such a long time ago even though it was it was literally only a couple years ago but yeah I want to live alone I need to live alone because yeah I just don't want a roommate I just feel like I need to just be by myself anyway I love that Black Girl Lost Keys brought up this thing with Black women and gender stereotypes because it's true, like, you know, being a woman already, so many people just inherently tie your worth to, oh, can you cook? Oh, can you clean? What type, what type of mother will you be? What type of wife will you be if you can't cook, if you can't clean? What type of girlfriend will you be if you can't cook or clean? Or they inherently... Um, people of all genders do this they inherently act as if if a man knows how to cook or clean he's a prize but women should just be expected to do these things from birth and it's so fucking annoying because growing up like my parents constantly used to say that to me because my brother was the one who was more he used to take more initiative and he was neater than I was And they would constantly compare the two of us. They'd be like, oh, how could you not clean as well? You're a girl. You're supposed to be cleaner than him. Da-da-da-da-da. And it just used to piss me off. It just used to piss me off so bad because it's like, what does me being a girl 
have to do with shit why can't y'all just say you need to clean because you need to clean that's it like why do you need to bring gender into it why do you need to constantly imply as if being a woman means that you're you should be designated to being the fucking maid and being like you know this person that just cleans up after everybody that just and does it with no complaint you know um my mother constantly complains about the fact that I won't do these things. Like, I will, I know how to clean. Or, well, you know, I mostly taught myself how to clean and other things like that. But I will only mainly clean, like, my room and the dishes. You know what I mean? In addition to, like, I'll also clean the toilet in the bathroom and wipe down the mirrors and, like, take out the trash and bring in the trash and all these other things. But, like... The reason I do these things is so much, is just because like, you know, at that point, the dirt is just, when it gets to the point where you just like, you're getting depressed and you just can't ignore it, it's like, okay. But I don't do these things because I'm a woman, you know? I don't, I don't like wash dishes because I'm a woman. I wash the dishes because I know if I don't fucking wash them, they're just gonna stay in the sink because everybody's just gonna keep walking past them or just piling them up and complaining about the damn dishes, but not, fucking doing them so it just irritates me when she says all these really sexist things and just continually like she'll always be on the phone with her one friend just bitching about oh I don't understand how you have a daughter and she doesn't clean and she doesn't cook and she doesn't do this and she doesn't do this but they never say this about my brother and it pisses me off because it's like why should I be expected to cook clean and whatever just because you do that because it's like you taught him how to do that but yet you're never up his ass to cook or to clean or to do anything it's always why doesn't she do it why doesn't why is your daughter broken so to speak and again this goes back to this whole concept of some black mothers continuously infantilizing their sons but expecting their um daughters to do all this work and to do all of this labor and not only do it with a smile but just like you know on top of the fact that they insult like just being insulted all the time whether it be directly or indirectly it's just so annoying because it's like i'm just trying to not fucking kill myself you know like well you guys know you people that listen to this podcast um although my mother does know too because i've expressed to her before that i've been suicidal that i've been depressed and again um i will never forget when i told my mother that i was thinking about killing myself once when i was at college because i was so depressed and do you know what this woman did she looked me straight in my face and she said well what do you want me to do about that i'm not a therapist and yeah, that that actually boosted me to go to therapy on my own because I'm like, you know what? Fuck this woman. Like, she's never going to love me the way I need to be loved. She's never going to accept me the way I need to be accepted. And you know what? That is her fucking problem. Like, I don't have enough time to sit here and, you know, sympathize with everything you've gone through when you won't even extend me the common courtesy of like I told you I wanted to kill myself when I was in college I don't even get a hug I don't even get a oh my god I didn't know it was that bad I get a what do you want me to do I'm not a therapist it's like 
the the cruelty in which some black mothers are just with their daughters it's ridiculous and at the same time they'll just bow down and kiss their son's ass or pretend that their son is their next husband or their second husband or just glorify everything their son does like um when i went to college i told my mother i was either gonna dye my hair or get a piercing a second piercing in my ear or both and she was just like no 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 whatever whatever when i got the second piercing i remember i was home for thanksgiving break and she specifically got so mad at me she yelled about how she didn't send me to school to socialize and get a piercing and she sent me to learn and study even though my grades were and still well i mean i'm no longer in college i graduated months ago but they were amazing and my grades have always been amazing but yeah so then later i shit you not months later my brother goes and he gets both of his ears pierced and my mother just sends me a picture and she just texts it to me and she's like oh look at what he did isn't this so cute and i'm over here sitting like so when it was me i had to be crucified for no reason even though i already had one set of ear piercings because you pierced my ear as a baby but when it's my brother oh it's cute oh it's this and and this is like when people talk about misogynoir and people are talking about the sexism that black girls face and we're constantly speaking about this it's like the little things like this in addition to the big things you know like people think that misogynoir and sexism against black women black women is solely like oh we don't get paid enough you know domestic violence um uh racism police brutality and it's like yes it's all those things but it's also the way that you treat your daughters in your household why are you treating your daughter as if she's public enemy number one why did you have children if just to pit them against each other like i will never understand parents who do this because it's like you didn't have to have kids you didn't need to have a daughter you didn't need to raise a daughter if that's what you were going to treat her like and you're just gonna kiss your son's ass and treat your son as if he is you know this golden child who can do no wrong so yeah it just it really irritates me you know and it really hurts me because it's like no matter what you do as a black woman people are always going to take it the wrong way if it's not your parents thinking that you're rude or disrespectful or, or uh calling you fast and you know slut shaming you or whatever it's the outside world doing that it's people telling you that you have an attitude that you talk too loudly that they don't like your hair that there's something wrong with your face or your skin or your body and just all these other things and it's like fuck i just want to exist as a person and not constantly be subjugated to everybody's opinions on what i should talk like what i should dress like how i should be in the house how i should be in a relationship uh these stupid ass fucking sexist arguments about submitting to men like the patriarchy is so evil because people think it's just oh the white man oh the black man no it's also internalized misogyny it's also internalized sexism it's mothers telling their daughters that the only worth you have in this world is how much you can you know cook or clean or you know who you marry or who you date it's it's people acting as if black women as if our worth is inherently tied to our labor historically as it's always been and it's not fair it's not fair at all and you know when you try to be selfish when you try to say no when you try to set boundaries when you try to 
just take time for yourself people push you people call you selfish they act as if you're the worst person in the world but everybody else can be selfish everybody else can take time for themselves everybody else can set their own boundaries and not have them push as much as black women have them push and it's, it's just like I'm tired of it I'm tired of people not respecting me when I say no I'm tired of people not respecting that I don't um, adhere to gender stereotypes or gender roles and it's like it's like this constant battle between okay so how much I don't want to conform but because people won't fucking leave me alone unless I conform how much how much should I conform so that my personality and my sanity can remain intact a little but people will get just get off my fucking back you know what I mean um but yeah that's what this episode is about like I just want to be human you know like I just I'm a human being I'm not going to be right 100% of the time I know that for a fact I know that there are times when I'm going to contradict myself where I'm going to seem like a hypocrite all humans are hypocrites to be honest but I know that I don't have it all figured out and I'm only in my 20s like I'm literally I literally just turned 22 two months ago and it's like the weight of the world is collapsing on me like it like I've always felt like the weight of the world has been collapsing on my shoulders for for like damn near a decade now it felt like everything was constantly on me school was on me grades were on me figuring out my financial aid was on me figuring out if I'm you know where I'm gonna live is on me my mental health is on me and it feels like everybody that's supposed to be in my corner is against me you know and it it sucks and I don't know if it's because they're actually against me I don't know if it's because I'm autistic I don't know if it's because the world is awful and you know you just there really is like no one solution for this other than disconnecting um spending time with yourself taking time to just rest doing the things that you like to do and even those things like they can only bring you you know happiness to some extent honestly the really the only thing you can do is just live your life and speak out when you can and that's the other thing I'm tired of speaking out like I feel so I feel so um hypocritical for saying this even though so many people that know me in real life and online would say that I speak out a lot against uh, I speak out a lot against things like you know racism sexism homophobia transphobia ableism classism all these other isms and phobias and obias that just you know rule the world right now thanks to capitalism and white supremacy I speak out constantly and I have been speaking out you know since I was a kid and it's like I'm exhausted I am exhausted and I I know that I don't even have it the worst you know I know that there are people out there who live in other countries who have darker complexions who have different um you know disability uh statuses and mental health statuses and whatnot that are like just very very different from my own and due to those things due to just like their identity they have a harder time navigating the world than I do I understand that and I sympathize with everybody who is you know who falls into these categories and I definitely understand that you know my life could be as hard as it is it could be a lot harder and I'm thankful that it's not 
but at the same time it's just like no I shouldn't have to constantly think about who has it worse than me like I should be able to just complain sometimes and just talk about how I feel without feeling guilty about whose feelings am I going to hurt like when you're a black woman or a black girl you are constantly going back and forth with yourself about should I say this right now should I speak up against this right now because somebody's feelings could get hurt what if what if this person gets hurt what if this person gets hurt what if somebody feels offended by what I have to say and it's just like bro I just need to stop letting so many people get in my head because in all honesty I'm the only one living my life I'm the only one who knows what I go through I don't have enough time to sit here and be worried about every single person in the world and in my life and if that sounds selfish then it is but it's like there's nothing wrong with putting yourself first every once in a while there's nothing wrong with that like black women especially we have been delegated we've been relegated to this role of just taking care of fucking everybody and people don't even extend thanks to us they don't even you know they don't even appreciate it and i don't mean like in monetary value i don't mean like sending money even though you should be sending black women money but just like you know people just don't appreciate it they constantly erase us from movements they constantly try to act as if black women speaking up about sexism in any type of space is dividing the black community which i think is the stupidest fucking thing whoever Whoever invented that phrase, dividing the black community, they need to go fuck themselves. Because anytime people are trying to have a serious discussion about something that affects us, like colorism, ableism, homophobia, transphobia, um, sexism, and shit like that, oh, there's always, like, usually a straight black person, usually a man, coming in to talk about, oh, 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 don't divide the black community. If speaking up against things like sexism, colorism, domestic violence, homophobia, transphobia and classism and ableism can divide the black community let that shit split in half because what type of community do you have with people that are replicating this type of harm i don't want to have a community in which i know people are willfully being ignorant to one another and being proud of the fact they're being ignorant to one another that's not no fucking community and that's why i appreciate the phrase not all skin folk are kin folk because there are people that look like me that are just real fucked up people and they are not in my community they are not of any service to me if you are sexist if you are homophobic transphobic you're ableist classist and proudly um colorist and things like that you are not in my fucking community because why are you putting down other black people for things that are out of their control nobody can control how dark they are nobody can control their sexuality their disability status their mental health status um you know being in poverty like people cannot control these things so i don't see the sense in um proudly being elitist in those regards especially again when most of these people look like you because they're black so it's like what the fuck but yeah i i just wanted to rant and talk about not feeling like just getting rid of this shame getting rid of this shame getting rid of this guilt because like there is a healthy amount of shame and guilt I feel like you should feel as a person but I've been feeling way too much shame and way too much guilt over shit that other people just not feeling shame and guilt over 
so I'm gonna just let it go you know what I mean like I just I just need to let it all go live how I live and whoever has a problem with it they can go fuck themselves because you really are the only person living your life you really are the only one who knows what you've been through so even if you do shit that doesn't make sense it's not your job to make sense to everybody you know it's not my job to make sense to my mother it's not my job to make sense to her fucking friend who are like they've made it up in their minds that i'm not a real girl i'm not a real woman because i don't wake up every day and wash everybody's you know underwear i guess and just sweep the house top to bottom and whatnot whatnot and again i'd like to point out that this gender stereotype that people have of a 1950s housewife is mostly ahistorical because again we know that one the majority of women who did live that life that lived the 1950s housewife where they just stayed home and the husband you know went to work and they're just taking care of the kids those were mainly middle class or upper class white women one two they mostly hated that because again they were designated to the domestic sphere they had basically no influence in the public sphere at all but three they were not raising their own children they were not the ones doing the majority of the cooking the cleaning the sweeping and the child rearing that was black and you know other women of color it was mainly black women and other women of color primarily from immigrant backgrounds who were raising these fucking white people's kids we all know this So why do we act as if there was ever a point in history where women, and I'm saying that in like air quotes, have ever all been on the same playing field? We haven't. The poorer you are, the the more, you know, the farther you are from white, the harder your life has been historically in the United States of America. Like poor black women did not get the luxury of being housewives. They were definitely working as well as taking care of other people's kids and you know in addition to trying to raise their own children so it's just like there was never a time in my life or you know anybody others any other black woman's life where we you know if you were not rich or very upper middle class there's a good chance that you never thought about just being a stay-at-home whatever because you never really had that opportunity like I knew I was going to be working from a young age um my parents and when I say my parents I mean my mother in this case constantly talked about money and I think that's also part of the reason why I have um a big uh I have a lot of anxiety surrounding money and finances to this day and I've seen people online say that uh you should never talk about money or finances in front of your children until they reach a certain age because they're like if you do it in front of them when they're too young they will just end up stressing their entire lives out about money and that's really how i feel like growing up my parents were constantly like oh we're poor we're poor we can't afford this we can't afford this how are we going to make the mortgage we're going to be in a shelter and again when i say my parents i mean my mother so i was always just very money conscious growing up i used to feel so bad asking for presents and i also never really wanted anything expensive to begin with so i I don't know like I just used to feel so again this is this guilt I used to feel guilty to ask for expensive things and I again I really didn't really want expensive things anyway but when I got older like I got my first job when I was 17 years old 
I worked every summer from 17 to 18 to 19 and then coronavirus happened when I um hit 20 so yeah um I I knew that I was supposed to work well not supposed to but I knew that work was just going to be a part of my life as a black person and as a woman I knew that like I there was never any point where I was just expected to just sit on my ass whether neither at home at school at my job like I never just got to relax and I think that's so fucking unfair like it's not fair that I never got to relax it's not fair that so many black women are never afforded this luxury of just being able to just rest like even to this day I feel so guilty when I just lay down and I take a nap or I just do nothing and other people always be like why do you feel guilty and I'm like because my mother used to barge into my room at 6 and 7 a.m in the morning and start singing songs and being like oh you're you're depressed you're you're in your bed on 7 a.m on a Saturday morning you're obviously depressed and come to find out when I got older most people don't fucking wake up apparently until like one in the afternoon or like or noon exactly like I was conditioned from such a young age due to school due to my parents due to work to just get up early I have been getting up every single day at like five in the morning six in the morning or seven in the morning for basically my entire life like for the whole of my entire life the majority of my entire life I spent it getting up early preparing to go to school preparing to go to work just you know and I'm tired like I'm, I'm really tired I know I constantly talk about being burnt out but the pandemic has just shown me that I cannot push myself in exactly the same ways that I used to prior to the pandemic because so much has happened not just the pandemic I lost a family member due to the virus um you know all the killings of black people that went on from last summer all the way up until this year just the state of everything like I've been fucking stressed I've been stressed I've been stressed I've been stressed in addition to like all of the abuse and other shit that I've been facing in my household I've just been stressed the fuck out and it's okay to be stressed and it's okay to need rest and it's okay for me to admit all these things because you know what everybody's going through something I'm not the only person and I should not feel guilty about needing rest black women should not feel guilty about needing rest black people should not feel guilty about just taking some fucking time for ourselves to get our mental health together to get our physical health together to just just rest and relax and it's like we can't even do that because of other shit but you know what if you can do that just do it just like even if you're poor even if you're whatever just rest a little bit you know don't push yourself to the point where you're burning yourself out because then it's like you're not going to be a use to yourself or anybody else when I graduated college months ago I could not do anything for like a good month I just laid in my bed and I just ate slept showered and that was it because I was like no doing college during a pandemic after I had just spent um, three years on campus and then basically the last like year year and a half technically because it was like eh, whatever um doing online classes during the pandemic with everything that's going on it 
was a lot and I definitely do not want to go back to college if I do go back it'll probably be I don't know in a couple years from now and maybe I don't know I really don't know I don't I really don't want to go back to college and I don't want to rack up more student loan debt but I might who knows honestly I really I don't have to but I don't know we'll see what will happen I just yeah I just wanted to talk about all this because I don't know I just feel like I feel a lot of embarrassment because I feel like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. But really, who is where they're supposed to be? And why why do I compare myself to other people? I know it's social media, but it's not just social media. It's the fact that my parents, and again, when I say my parents, I mainly mean my mom, although my dad did this too. Growing up, they just used to fucking compare us to everybody. They would compare us to each other. They would compare us to themselves. They would compare us to other people, my cousins, other people that they knew. And the thing is, like, every single time they would compare us to these people, me and my brother would be like, but you don't really know these people. Like, anytime they would compare us to my cousins, I would think to myself, okay, yeah, you're talking about all my cousins' academic accomplishments and everything, which I'm proud of, and all and all their, uh, you know, success with jobs. But it's also, like, this particular cousin that I'm talking about is being, like, fucking abused by their mother, pretty much. And it's just, like their life isn't all peaches and cream and it's not all hunky-dory and there'd be other times they'd compare us to people and it'd be like again this person the adult in the situation is actively abusing their child and their child fucking hates them and doesn't goddamn talk to them so i'm just like is this like is this what conservative black parents want like i already know the answer but they really want to just people to just be proud of their kids accomplishments to the point where they will outrightly abuse you and they don't give a fuck if you don't like them or anything because they abuse you simply because they just want people to be proud of this image of you they don't they don't want people to be proud of the real you because they feel as though the real you is embarrassing or it doesn't adhere to uh society's standards of what you should be but yeah shout out to all the people who are parents and they're not abusive and they just love and accept their child like it's just so crazy to me to think that these people exist because I know that they exist and I've seen them both in real life and online but it's just so wild to me because I know neither of my parents are like that and I just can't imagine having parents that are like that you know but if you do have parents like that or not just parents like a guardian or you know family like that count yourself lucky really count yourself lucky I'm happy for you if you do have a supportive you know family because many of us are not that lucky but yeah (sighs) I say but I say but yeah a lot like I hope that doesn't annoy people (laughs) um I could I also say um a lot I could just not I could just make scripts for these episodes but I like when they just come off the dome you know like I like when they just it's just a flow of words that I speak straight from the heart and sometimes from books and sometimes from articles but mostly straight from my head yeah shout out to all of my followers and all of my listeners in brazil shout out to all the followers and listeners in india um y'all are just great you guys just consistently tune in for every episode and i love you i love that about us i love this love that you have for my podcast and I love the love that I have for you guys because you listen to this podcast because I feel as though 
most of you are also um, either 20 or 30-somethings who don't know what the fuck you're doing with your lives, or you're teenagers who you're just scared about getting older. And getting older does suck, but not because you're getting older, it's just because, like, life... Oh, God, life is just so... It's so hard, and it doesn't have to be. It really doesn't have to be this hard. It's just that everybody is caught up mostly either doing some societal shit that doesn't matter or it does matter. And the people doing the work that does matter, they're in such small numbers in comparison to the people doing the work that doesn't matter, but they just get all the attention and the credit and the money. So, yeah. I think I'm going to end it right about here. And, I don't know, maybe go smoke some weed, drink some eggnog, and figure out where I'm going to move to. I have been procrastinating this for so long because I feel like my brain is just broken. Like, I feel like my brain is just broken, not only from school, the pandemic, the abuse that's been going on, but like all this stuff I've been learning about communism. And I mean, communism isn't breaking my brain, but just learning all this insidious stuff that the US government and military and police have, uh, and politicians have been complacent and complicit in doing. And it's just like, I kind of knew all these institutions were evil to begin with, but no, it's like they really need to be abolished. Every every single one of those things that I just listed. But it's just like, God, everybody in this country, even the radical people, we're so liberal. We're all so fucking liberal. And I think I covered that in my episode that was like, you're not as radical as you think you are, or somebody's always going to be more radical than you. I changed the title because I feel like saying you're not as radical as you think you are is kind of mean <laughs> because I'm sure there are people who are as radical as they say they are um so yeah I was like okay let me just change let me just edit the title on that one because there are people who are radical but most of them do not reside in the U.S. and if they do they're mostly like black or other people of color um very rarely are white people super duper radical and if they are they always get you know more praise and attention than the actual black radicals or the actual radicals of color who did the work and did you know risk the majority of their life and livelihood to do the work so yeah that's where i'm gonna leave you today and we'll see what i have to ramble about next episode catch you guys later